Welcome to another episode of Bench Talk. I'm your host, Tom Gerrard. Uh, today, I've got another episode from my trip up to Sydney. Um, this week, I'm uh, sitting down with Elliot Rutledge. How you going? Good, man. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to uh, sit down and have a chat. It's all good. Thanks for coming up the stairs to the studio. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> so you've um, you've decided to uh, change your name, like your art name. Yeah. you used to go under Numbskull. Numbskull, yeah. yeah. And, um, and like, what made you decide to change it to Elliot Rutledge? Well, uh, name, obviously your name. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I guess it's like a coming of age thing. I chose Numbskull back when I started doing street art, so after graffiti, or not after graffiti, but like, when I was starting street art, I wanted like a new name, because obviously you do stuff illegally at night and whatever, um, but I guess it's, I got to a point where I was like, maybe just, I don't know, sick of the name altogether as well, and uh, my son's growing up with the knowledge that I do art, I may, I kind of want him to know that it's me doing it as well not just like this dude called numbskull and part of it as well as i'm embarrassed a little bit because i meet other like parents and i have to tell them what i do and then it always ends up what's your name and if i tell them my real name there's no evidence of that you know what i mean like mm. so i have to say numbskull and they end up yeah you know it's this whole ordeal yeah, yeah. people that don't understand yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I hate that shit. It's um it's a horrible situation it. to be yeah, in. It's, it's not it's nice. like, oh why am I in this conversation right yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> I remember like one of the first dinners I had with my wife's family back in the day. Um, I was sitting next to this guy and he, he was like, Oh, to Billy, my wife, he said, Oh, what does Elliot do? And um she goes, Oh, his name he goes by Numskull, he's a street artist. And um, he was like, oh, cool, like, some kind of, like, mime, like, like a, he thought I was, like, a busker or something, and my weird, crazy busker name was Numbskull. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, this is a joke. Yeah, I remember when I first met my, um, my in-laws, I was, you know, I was only, like, 23 or something like that, and went over to England, and so my, my wife, she's from, from England, mm. she brought me home from holiday with her, yeah, and they're right. like, oh, you bought a souvenir back with you. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, he's a graffiti artist. And oh, I'm like, dear. What the fuck? Don't tell him that. <laughs> like, and, then her, and then her dad, one of the first things he said to me was, um, so do you carry a knife? And it's like, really? what do you mean? And he goes, you're, you're a graffiti artist. You know, you're sort of probably a dang, knives, dang, dangerous you? guy, aren't you? It's like, fucking hell, dude. Yeah, that was... Um, yeah, it was, it was, I was so pissed off. I was like, why'd you do that for? Yeah, <laughs> I think I tried the same thing with Billy. Yeah. I was like, don't say yeah. what I do, just say I'm like yeah. a designer or something. Yeah, it took him about 12 years to warm to me as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I'm still being warm to a little bit. Yeah. So did you, um, did you uh, experience any confusion from the art community with going through the name change? Uh, well, it's still going on at the moment because I still haven't like shaken like the name and changed fully like there's still I still get people I guess I, when I meet people over email or I have client like meetings and stuff like that some still people say numbskull so it's obviously still hasn't changed fully yet so um, I definitely haven't met any resistance from the gallery world yet but maybe that's because I haven't I'm not fully in there yet yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. But that was also part of the reason. Because I thought if 
I wanted to head in a certain direction, then I thought my best way of doing that was changing my name as well. It was a small step towards doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you um? Did you like have the inkling to want to do it for a long time before you actually yeah, like, took yeah. the plunge? Ages. Yeah. I was. It's hard because it's like you build it up for so long. It's like a brand. Yeah. It's like essentially just rebranding. Yeah. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah. It's like I have a friend, Mark Whalen. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. him? Yeah, I know. He used to be Kill Pixie. Yeah. And like for ages he was Kill Pixie. Everyone in Sydney was like Kill Pixie. And, but um, now he's completely changed. Yeah. And there's another artist, Kyle Hughes Hodges. Yeah. Do you know him? Yeah. He used to be creepy. creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no one calls him creepy anymore. No. Like occasionally we'll jo- joke about it because we remember it I'm like oh, I want to get to that stage yeah <laughs> well, I think you're well on the, well on the way yeah there. I think I'm there it just yeah. takes time yeah because I remember even like I've changed my, I, did, I, I was nervous to change my name and then I like I had some like woke, woke up at four in the morning middle of the night and just a light bulb moment yeah it's like I know what I'll do I'll have um, two different styles yeah oh, yeah yeah so yeah, I yeah. can because I knew I was still going to continue to paint the streets and stuff yeah. like that but I really wanted to experiment with, experiment with some gallery stuff. Yeah. And I was playing around with two different styles that weren't that don't really work together. Yeah. It's like, oh, I've got it. Perfect. Draw a line in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what what would you do for um, like, if you did like numbskull stuff, like, cause if I did numbskull stuff, I'd probably do like the like five years ago stuff, where it was like cartoony character collage kind of work. Yeah and then just really push that and then fine art uh, you know Ponzi Elliot would just be like paint smears on a white canvas and that's it <laughs> you know like yeah you, I you think can do it man there's nothing yeah I know, I know I think yeah, yeah I think Numbskull will eventually die and I'll just uh, be the gallery guy poor Nummy yeah it's out of here but I think yeah as well like for graph dudes I reckon it's a good opportunity because like you can just have the graph and keep a graph and then your gallery stuff can be completely different mm. you can still have the two side by side yeah I think the street art there is no you can't really blend the two yeah you can't really have two it's like this blurred line yeah anyway, I don't know. well in a way but I sort of because like I've got graph mates that tease me and say that I'm a street artist now by doing the characters and stuff everywhere yeah and they're like, oh, you're not even a writer, you're a street yeah, artist. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, you know, so I'm sort of doing doing that. <laughs> Comes with the territory, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. So when you um, when you finally decided to, to, to go under Elliot Rutledge and, um, and like, start putting it out there and, mm. change, you know, change all your, your bits and pieces, like, um, it was a liberating feeling for you? Yeah, it was super weird, but, like, yeah. you know... Um, super weird but really nice to like talk to people and they'll say what's your name I'm like it's just Elliot yeah they're like cool yeah <laughs> yeah it's good isn't it yeah it's just yeah it just feels way better way more comfortable and um yeah yeah so I was saying I was talking about it the other week and um my uh a guy at my studio Ono's he um he just describes it as um muggles and uh you know muggles like from um Harry, like Potter. Harry Potter like yeah, um, yeah. people that don't understand the magic world 
yeah. and it's like so when you have those um, conversations that you were talk- all talking about before yeah. it's like you're talking to muggles and <laughs> they just don't get it you know like street art and graffiti and stuff yeah yeah names you say, Hogwarts. and you want to say oh I do art and they're like oh let me look you up and it's like oh you have to type in <laughs> I'll num- type it in num- for you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but anyway no, enough of that but um like you've been getting a lot of um like large murals and like installations over the last few years like do you have you like um really enjoyed like upscaling your work because you've got some like massive like walls yeah. and stuff you've been doing yeah yeah i mean like the big ones are really good obviously because of the size like mm. they stand out and people see them and, um yeah i don't know uh i painted I, it's funny i said to myself the end of last year i was like i want to paint maybe a little less and less murals but i've done heaps this year now for some yeah. reason like there's just so many opportunities in australia right now for it um yeah, I'd still really love it. Like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the best. Like, the process of it, working outside, the one I did in Sydney, that's, like, the biggest one I've done, like, that was on a big swing stage and it was, like, a, on top of a 13-storey building and then eight storeys up. Like, I really enjoy that. It's, like, I kind of... Like, I really love the mural, but then I really love just doing it as well, like, that process of being up in this crazy place and painting, like so far yeah 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 I've been um, watching uh, Shepard Ferry paint his mural in yeah. Sydney over the last few days and it's crazy the process like because you know when you're approaching those big big walls especially if you're on a swing stage or whatever you have yeah. to you have some sort of process yeah you literally just face up against the wall like, yeah yeah you have to have it all planned out yeah the way he did his was really interesting because he had um, he printed out the mm. whole wall yeah as a sort of like a stencil but he and hadn't cut it any out of on it. the wall yeah so he puts yeah. spray adhesive on the paper cuts out the black bit yeah peels it off and just paints it's like it in removable and te- glue? yeah and yeah. tears it off it's it crazy like, yeah it's a fucking huge stencil i know and it's like when you're watching it if you if someone did a time lapse it'll just look like a printer yeah down the wall yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah that's yeah. nuts yeah, I haven't got my head around painting like big walls yet. I can paint them at ground level with a ladder, yeah. and, you know, but um, I've never been up in a um, cherry picker or on a swing stage or anything like oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah, one of these days. Oh, so those opportunities haven't come my way yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And so, you'll so, get there. I'll, I'll, I'm, you know, I'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> so do you find that a lot of your, um, a lot of the work you do comes from like painting these big murals? Um, yeah, I guess... For me, the murals get the murals, like, for my work, the murals get the murals and, like, the paintings get the paintings and the design gets the design stuff. Like, I don't get someone coming to me and saying, I saw that mural, can you do a t-shirt design for me? Mm. Like, I guess there must be, maybe, somewhere along the way, like, people go, oh, there's that mural guy, maybe I should buy one of his paintings. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, if people come to me and say, yeah, I saw that mural, then they often just want another mural. yeah, along the line through the paintings and sculpture and all that stuff yeah so do you find like with uh with doing so many murals and stuff these days like you you're painting less in the studio and it's like like um back-to-back murals and you're finding it hard to actually get in and yeah and do do studio work pretty much that's it like i will spend most of my days planning a mural going out to get the materials then going out painting the mural like i'm a full time like I'm like 90% tradie, 10% artist at the moment until like I have a show that's coming up and then I, I pretty much, it's turning out my year as like 
a heap of murals and design projects and then I'll stop for like two months and just like just before a show and then I'll just like yeah smash out a show but most of the times like I haven't been in the studio where we are now for like three months Jeez. something like that yeah it's crazy I really want to get back in here it's just been hard yeah you finally get in here and I I pull you aside <laughs> so that put the brush down mate we're let's go a have a chat <laughs> yeah no I haven't yeah hopefully soon I'll have a, have the chance to come in and just play around and do some canvases I think that's coming up soon because I got a couple of shows coming up yeah yeah Ooh, sorry like I've, I've spoken about this on the podcast a few times but there's like um like there's so many opportunities for artists to paint like large murals at the moment mm. and like they pay well and they free up the financial strings for artists to yep. produce uh, produce art that's going to sell you know because you know when you're in the studio you're like shit i better paint something that's going to make me some money yeah but um do you feel this is a, like a good thing for creativity like like um like but just having to do like murals all the time but mm. then you're not actually in the studio painting like for yeah. a show or something yeah like for me personally my goal would be to do maybe two big murals a year or two or three whatever mm. and then just sit in the studio and paint paintings create exhibitions but you know it's hard unless you've hit a vein to survive off paintings you know what I mean like yeah. unless you've got solid representation or you've just yeah hit a stride with your paintings and you get lots of bias then it's tough you know, how do you make money all the time? You've got to hustle so hard. You have to have a side job or, you know, I used to be a graphic designer. I used to paint at night. and So the murals has become... I try not to think of it like my day job. Yeah. But sometimes it feels like that a little bit. Yeah. Um, not all the time, but just, yeah. Occasionally when it's like... Yeah, because there are so many opportunities and the budgets are getting better and bigger and... It's, it's crazy. I don't know any other country like that, really. Yeah. Is there? Have you no, ever heard, no. heard of it? No, but that's what I've said to people as well. They're like, oh, I bet you, you know, had fun overseas and all that. It's like, yeah, like, no, I, there's no opportunity Didn't to art. Like, yeah. that's why that was a, a key reason for me coming back to Australia. Yeah. Was to, so I could have a go at living as an artist. An because yeah. um, tried it in London. It was fucking almost impossible. Yeah. You know, in Spain, I gave it a good nudge, but there was, um, you know, people don't want to people don't have um, disposable income over there yeah. you know it's all um people spend their spare money on di- out, dining out and yeah. this and that but then that's it you know yeah, yeah, beyond yeah. that there's no money to like go to, people go to shows yeah but there's not much selling it's only like the higher tier of, exactly know, that yeah would spend on a painting or something exactly yeah you know so the, the i think like the middle class mm. like even they, they don't have like disposable income yeah. for um to buying art and then you cut ca- and then you come back to australia and it's like there's councils and companies and everything else just throwing money at artists yeah. just go do this before we do that it's like yeah alright yeah it's, um, there's a lot of opportunity here at yeah. the moment I'm not sure if it's like between me and my other friends that are in that kind of community especially the mural uh, community like we always talk about like is there a bubble is it at some point there's just going to be like alright it's all going to die off or like because mm. was I always like this I'm not sure or it seems at the moment there's just so much money being put into the arts generally. Yeah. Um, especially public art, um, which murals is part of. So. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I think a lot of um, I've had friends say that as well. Like I reckon it's got like two more years and it's going to end. Mm. And it's like really, I don't think so because yeah, I know I know sure. from hey. deal- 
have you noticed from dealing with the um, the people you deal with with a lot of these projects, mm. they're not really up on the art scene so yeah. much. Yeah, we live and breathe it, so we can see where, how quickly it's moving and all these things that are happening. But they're sort of like, you know, like they, I'll get, um, they'll send me like images or something of mm. things that they like, and it'll yeah. be like really early like Banksy stencils or yeah, Banksy yeah, yeah. ripoffs. You know, and it's like, yeah. fuck your idea of street art is that it's like back in two thousand and two. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're, you're not, you're not up to date. You're not in the now. Mm. So maybe those people who are spending the money will take it'll take them a while to actually realise that it's the market's saturated and all yeah, cold. yeah, it's, it's still, overdone yeah, okay. and it's time to time to quit. Yeah, because yeah, there's certainly you know it's a big world out there. Like mm. not everyone's come across it yet. So no, yeah, yeah. And uh, although there were a lot of um, things being done, there's a lot of places for artwork to hide from public eye as well. Yeah, you know, like I know, um, you know, there's a lot of interiors that are being done by people. And yep. not many people get to see them. Yeah. You know, especially if it's an office block or something like yeah. that. You have to go into the company to actually, to actually see, it. Yeah. see the work. But people are probably getting good money for Imagine how many there would be out there. Yeah. I talk about this as well to my friends. Like, I know so many people that do murals and uh, both outside and inside, like the inside interiors and stuff like that. It gets done like every day, mm. pretty much. Mm. There would be so many. Yeah. So I was working as a freelance designer and I've seen You've the inside ag- agencies and stuff. Oh yeah, I've seen the inside they of a lot of design pumped, studios yeah. and agencies and all that and they all want a bit of street art in there. Yeah. And I'll just look around and I'll I'll know some of the people that have done it and I'll just be <laughs> like, man, that's not your best work. Like you've probably got paid each for it, you know. It's um and yeah. they want yeah, and it's always weird seeing um spray paint on interiors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, in, in a really clean office. Yeah. It's yeah. Sort of Whoa, yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, oh, what's that guy? Um, Andrew J. Steele. You know, the guy oh, from, from BMD. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen some of the interiors that he does. Yeah, and I think they work really well. Super nice. Eh? Just the, um, really simple the line work. one liner. Kind yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That speaks to me, and he'll have a hint of color in there, and that. Yeah, like, yeah. His shit's real good. Yeah. Uh, actually, while we're on this subject, I went into a big building the other day, a fancy office block, and they had interiors by you. Where? In uh, a crossroad from um, where the um, Shepherd Ferry murals being painted. Oh, I did that like, uh, like a week before I left for Bali. Yeah. It's like a in the ping pong uh, shed. Yeah, 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 shared workspace. Yeah. And there was like a series of four rooms or something. Yeah. 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 Because we were got, got yeah. to go up there to, um, to film, take photos yeah. and stuff. Well, I was like up that. there, I was looking at that wall and I was thinking, I was like, Shepard's coming to town and this is a big blank wall and Eddie said George Street. I was like, I bet you that's the wall he's painting. Yeah. And yeah, it is. There you go. But yeah, they're my little secret murals inside an office block. Yeah. Bust- I haven't even shown them to anyone yet. Busted. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all right. Because they had, they had beer on tap. You could help yourself. And, yeah. And ping pong. And yeah, all I was that. hearing them talk about the setup. Like, and they're like, if you're this membership, you get free beer yeah. on tap. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I went to, I was going to go pour one, but I was um around, uh, you know, you're around like um, like art people and like business oh, yeah, people yeah. and that. And I was a, bit of a, feel was a like bit of a tag along. And I was like, I don't want to be that guy helping himself to free podcast beer. podcast guy is drinking beer. <laughs> 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 yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, it's yeah. so funny that you saw that. Yeah. So, um, so like with, uh, like you said, you used to be a graphic designer and yep. you've done, I'm sure you've done other jobs as well. But like, mm-hmm. how long have you been um, living off your art for? 
Uh, I would say solidly, like proper living off my art, nothing else. Probably, because I did like other murals as well for a while. Mm-hmm. Like I was did just generic kind of murals for a while. Um, so without that, probably only like not that long. Probably like three years, two, three years, something yeah. like that. Um, so yeah, not that long. But now, yeah, it's just full time that. And I have two kids, so I support them with my art and. Yeah, it's funny how I get, uh, it shocks people as well when I say that, mm. especially if I mention the kids. Like, yeah. I'll say to people, I, I'll just say full-time artist now is my job. Because mm-hmm. um, if you just say artist, sometimes people are like, oh, you just, is that for fun? What do you do for, if I say full-time artist, they're like, yeah. oh, it's your job. Yeah. It's yeah. your career. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and I say to kids, they're like, oh, you, you just did, like, how does that work? And I'm like, mm. I just, it does. I don't know that. <laughs> It's a career. Hmm. Do you have people say to you, I've had this a few times, because I've only been living off my art for since end of last year, mm-hmm. or the start of this year. And um, you know, I'm pr- quite proud to say it. I've been people say, oh, what do you do? I say, oh, I'm an artist. They go, oh, what, landscapes, portraits? Say, yeah, right. Oh, oh, a bit we, of both. We, here we go again. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's it's funny that, um, yeah, that, that, that thought that people have about it, it's like you can't, yeah. can't earn money off it whereas you can but it just seems rare I guess yeah I think if, you, if you've got a, um, a toe in the uh, the mural game I think you definitely earn money off it you know yeah like I've been finding just um, you know I did a uh, I applied for an art prize uh-huh. um, a few months ago and I, I made it to the finals so I got I made the top oh, three sick. and then they gave the top three finalists a, um, a mural to paint in Melbourne oh, right. and I painted that mural yeah and then since I've done that, I've done a big mural a month. Oh, off really? The back of that. In the mural like, game now. I'm in the mural game. I'm you loving get, it. Oh man, and you're gonna like, get rich. Yeah. And everyone comes to the studio now and go, "Fuck, man, look at all your paint." And it's like, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, like all that paint sitting there. You should yeah. see my garage. We've got yeah. so much paint. Yeah, and it's like I've um, I've like I've been painting for over twenty years, mm-hmm. and I, the most I've ever gotten for free was like a twelve pack. You know, <laughs> it's like, now like I couldn't even fit it all in my car at one stage. I'm like, yes. Comes a burden. Yeah. yeah. But now I don't even use it. It's oh like, god, like, yeah, oh, I'm I the same dude. Force I feel out to paint. Yeah. yeah, I feel weird. I've got yeah. so much leftover. I'm like, yeah. fuck. I would have like killed for this back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, like going to paint shops and buying mist tints because I can't afford the real stuff. And, yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, I funded a whole. Like I um took the um paint budget for my next mural and mm-hmm. quoted it in the same colours yeah. and just used all oh. the leftover paint. Done. And, um, yeah, yeah, that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Just to get the get you know, get the stock down flush a little bit. Flush the storage out. Yeah. I didn't flush it out though. It just sort of <laughs> just knocked a bit off the top. <laughs> so you're getting like constant work doing murals now? Um, more or less. Yeah. In Melbourne? Yeah, in Melbourne. Yeah. 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 Like I've um just this week since being in Sydney I've mm. um I've asked to quote like um two like big art projects. Cool. But they've art like the, um one of the ones is like um like uh, six different walls. Oh right. So I'm gonna try. I might start um being a um an art pimp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, like pimp it out to other people. Well, I'll do a wall for myself. But they're like, yeah. we don't just want you. We want other people oh, to do it as well. Right, right, like, right. All right, cool. I get to oh, I get to curate this. You know. Curator. Yeah, I love it. You know, because I feel like I um used to run a gallery years ago I used oh, to yeah. love curating for that and then like this podcast I get to curate yeah. on my own and it's like I, I actually really like to do it And I guess I think that's another um, 
career or revenue stream that people forget about as well in the art yeah and definitely art mural game yeah it's like there's money out there for production and curation yeah because shitload to yeah well there's a lot of people making a really good living off it and yeah. they've, they've never picked up a paintbrush or a spray can in their yeah. life you know i've pitched on because i run a little production company with my wife for art projects and we've been asked to pitch on projects before and people haven't known that have been from both um and they'll ask me as the artist how much you're going to charge and I'll say my amount and then I'll s- I spoke to them after that as the production person with me and my wife Billy and they're like oh so you you might be the artist as well they're like oh you'll probably like stand to make double the money on the production I was like what so like the production often makes more than the artist for sure yeah yeah like, yeah it's crazy yeah I've um I haven't worked out all the pricing and stuff like that but I've been chatting to people who do it and just see how they go about it just to sort of get a bit of inside knowledge because this is new to me this is new territory yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to step on toes and I don't want to um, rip anyone off yeah but I want to get like if I'm running around chasing stuff I want to make sure I get get what I earn it's a lot of work yeah and um yeah so it's been interesting I've, I've, I've sort of um got this code of conduct in my head you know like try and get the highest price for everyone and yeah, make yeah. everyone really happy yeah and then like uh, but then take some cream off the top yeah yeah Man, if you can do it, do it. Fuck yeah. So like I was, you know, chucking in my career is the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. You know. Becoming like an art tycoon. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Love it. I love it. Because um, I know how much money there is in, in art. Like, I've, yeah, I've mentioned on the podcast heaps of times. So oh, used you used to work at Sotheby's? No, Christie's. Oh, Christie's. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah and it was it. like, fucking hell, it is ridiculous. Because I was, um, yeah. you know, I'm mates with um, D-Face over in London. And mm-hmm. I caught up with him because I saw the prices on his paintings in there. Mm-hmm. And I was selling. They were all selling. And they were selling for like 25 grand, like pounds. Yeah. Though. So that's like, what, double that in Aussie yeah, dollars yeah. and stuff. And it's... um. And I, I had a, caught up with him for a beer, and it's like, are you selling paintings for twenty five thousand dollars now? And he's like, yeah. And yeah. I go, why is that? Like, I mean, how how'd you manage that? And he said, well, the those um, like up like auction Auctions places push the price it. up, yeah. Because what people were doing, they were selling, like he was getting wrapped to sell a painting for a grand. You know, he was like, fuck, I made a thousand bucks off a yeah. painting, and then people would buy them and then sell them onto these auction places and yeah. sell them sell them for twenty five grand. Yeah. And they're like they've made, and they haven't done anything with the painting, but they've made twenty four thousand dollars off mm. it. So he's like, hang on, if that's what my paintings are selling for, that's what they're that's worth. That's what they are now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they're still selling. Yeah, the art market's crazy. <laughs> it's hey. crazy. So then when, so then when people are like, oh, you know, I'll show, you know, there's this wall you want me to paint, I'll give you, you know, two thousand dollars, and you think you're sort of like oh, two thousand, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like you realise it's actually like in the art world, it's not much money not at much. all. Yeah. No. yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Do you ever get people <clears throat> hitting you up to paint murals for free? Because that's something that I've encountered heaps before, and other artists do. Yeah. Where it's like, people assume that because you're painting, you like doing it for fun, so they people offer exposure. That's like the worst word in the whole business. And yeah. Yeah, I've gotten that before. People go, "Oh, we don't need to paint this mural," and blah blah blah. And I'll be like, "All right, but what's the budget?" And they're like, mm. "Whoa, maybe we can pay for paint. But you can paint whatever you want." So it's mm. you know, yeah, you just want to do it. I'm like, yeah, I do. I really do, but yeah make money it depends on the um it depends on the location situation as well. yeah because do you i guess like you know like do you have styles that you can sort of pump out that are really big and really effective and 
yeah go, I love to do this because it's got this real impact like and I'll yeah and and it's I'll not s- too much output yeah, for yeah, you yeah, yeah, physically yeah definitely yeah and that's something I have had conversations not heated but discussions with um, my wife's parents before because they don't understand sometimes that um, I would work for free Mm. but like if I get a wall that someone's like oh if it's a really good wall and it's like in a good spot like I'll just paint it for free yeah and just choose a style that maybe is quicker and doesn't take me like five days or something like Mm. that yeah yeah because I like I love it um, painting those big heads Mm. like for me they're really fun to paint Mm. like because they're they're like sort of my graph throw up or whatever but um you know, so when, when people are like, oh, fill this space, you, you know, you do whatever you want and, you know, this and that, it's, and then it's prime location. Mm. I'll just do, like, a whole bunch of them and it's like, oh, this is this is fun. And that was, for, for me, I wasn't trying to please anyone, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But I, it's, I know it's sort of, depending on if someone says, you can paint this wall for free and if it's on the main road in a prime location, I'll just take it. Yeah, I'll, I'll just do it do for it. sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if someone's like, oh, it's my office wall... Oh, no. And we want you to do it for free, like, no. Yeah, no, I'm not paying someone's backyard for free. <laughs> yeah. Or bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, with, uh, like, jumping in and doing your uh, art full-time, was it, like, a slow build, or or was things, like, did things start happening and then you just sort of flicked the switch and jumped over into the art? Um, I was working full-time as, like, a graphic designer web developer. Oh, yeah this agency though I was there for like five years or something and I actually really enjoyed that job and I really loved doing it but then I had a studio with like Waylon and a bunch of other people like Ben Frost and Beastman Trent Whitehead and a lot of them were in the studio every day just painting and maybe doing small jobs to get by and I was really jealous and I was like Fuck, I just really want to paint mm. And I didn't have any significant opportunities, really. I was just like, fuck it, I've just got to do it. Because every time as well I tried to quit the job, my boss would be like, oh, no, I'll give you a little pay rise or something mm. like that. And Eventually I was like, no, nah, i just got to get out. Mm. And I did and just did kind of odd jobs, freelance, murals, whatever I could keep me by. And um, just started there. And just been doing it ever since and now I do it full time. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have the wobbles at any stage and go, oh shit, what have I done? Oh yeah, wobbles all the time. Yeah. It's like roller coaster. Yeah. It's like constantly up and down. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Like it's such a risky way of living. Yeah. But it's exhilarating, but also so rewarding. Like it's, I wouldn't have it any other way. Mm. You can ask my wife; she knows all about the ups and downs. You know, like really, yeah. She's seen me at my lows, and like we've been broke, and you know, it's hard. But I think you don't get that through um, a stable job. It's like life sort of can just pass you by quite easily. Yeah. Because you know what you're going to get every single week. You're going to yeah. get paid. Same thing like, every week. Yeah. Yeah. I but, don't think I could go back to that. No. You know? Uh, my, my wife and I like both um, chucked in our jobs around the same time. Mm. I think they were two months apart. Oh, it's pretty. Yeah. And with no savings as well. Oh. And we both got fed up. And yeah. she was fir- first, because she was work. she's writing to health and nutrition and uh-huh. all this type of stuff. She was working for a health company yeah. that was selling health products. Right. But then she was found out that they were, um, you know, fucking around and actually not claiming like preservatives and stuff they had in their oh, products. Oh, really? 
and they're like oh don't worry about it and she's like no I'm worried about it yeah. and then they were just and she got to a point where she's like I can't this, yeah. I can't promote this product you yeah. know I can't work for it so she just left and I was like go for it and I said we've got this you know and then I got you and then, yeah and then um, a few months later I got in the same position with my work because like, I can't fucking do this I can't try to um, sell like I was doing like food packaging for, for unhealthy foods yeah, and right. I'm like I can't put, my heart, can't put my heart and soul into this to make it yeah. look best to appeal to like kids to buy sugar and, and it's yeah. like oh, I can't do this so I did the same thing she just quit as well <laughs> and she's or like she what are we like... going to do it's like don't worry we got this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do art for a living. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, we're here, man. We're, like, you know, man, it's happening. Life is better, I reckon, for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's a roller coaster. Sure. It's like you're living, you know. Mm. The heart, heart's pumping. Mm. And it's, uh, the adrenaline kicks in. Yeah. I think it's part, that's part of the enjoyment for me and maybe a lot of other artists is like the, the struggle, the, the journey, like the, the adrenaline. Mm part of why we like doing it yeah because it's risky and dangerous or whatever yeah yeah but um so like did you uh do you go to art school at all no no uh, i didn't do Another very one. well at school either yeah. <laughs> um i wanted to but i didn't do very well at the hsc and i, I remember looking up in like a course book or something course guidebook or something and i was like i want to do art or art design the required mark was like 90 I'm like well that's not that's not possible for me <laughs> um, so yeah I quit uh, after school I went traveling lived in London for like uh, a year and then uh, came back and went to like a computer college just a private one in Sydney and I learned like CD-ROM design um, multimedia design flash and director and shit and then after that, I did like a short course in like animation, like traditional cell animation from this guy from Hanna-Barbera, just like in the, his backyard, um, but no art school. I kind of wish I did go now, but mm. I haven't needed it. Yeah. Like I was always told like, if you want to be an artist, you have to have, you know, a degree and you have to go to uni and all this stuff, but I don't really believe so. I think I've heard as well like a lot of galleries consider artists with degrees you know mm. better mm. but I don't believe that yeah well I'm similar to you I, I, ne- I never finished high school or anything like that and went and studied design yeah and all that but um but yeah like um I found through just through doing these interviews and speaking to people that have gone to art school a lot of them um you know I, I can only talk from what I've heard heard them say. It sounds like a lot of them have found out how to um, talk about their art, and that's what they've learned in that's art school. What it they is, weren't yeah. necessarily learned like they weren't taught how to paint or anything. Yeah, they were taught how to um, hone in on their style and then yeah. talk about it. How to emotionally yeah. express what the concepts are and all that yeah. sort of thing. And yeah, I think that's what it gets you. And I guess maybe a part of me is like maybe I sh- I need because I'm not amazing at that. I can do it, but. And that's why maybe I think I should have gone to art school because I'm like, I would have learned that. But realistically, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I read a really um, interesting interview with Oz Jemios. Uh-huh. And, um, and they were saying that they, um, you know, their art career was starting to pick up and they, w- they went to art school. Yeah. And um, they stayed in, they, they lasted half a year mm. and they both quit at the same yeah. time. And they, um, because everything they learned, they'd learned on the streets. 
Yeah. And um, and then they um, <coughs> asked, the people at art school tried to beat that out of them and told them that they conformed to this sort of style. Yeah, yeah. And they said that it took them like about a year and a half to get all that art school out of their system again so they could truly oh, be themselves. Brutal. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> maybe I don't want to go there. Yeah. But that's art school in Brazil. Who knows? It's, maybe it's completely different. You nah. Know? But yeah, from what I've heard, you know, like, there's so many rules in art school whereas, like, art's not meant to have rules. It's like, for me, it kind of makes sense but it doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. Ugh. So, um, like, you work with a uh, minimal colour palette and yeah. a series of, like, shapes and graphical elements. Um, and, like, like, where do all these, like... Um, shapes and all that come from my brain yeah I don't know <laughs> I don't know like uh, I guess I used to do that um, if I could show you the breakdown like uh, visually of how I got to this stage like it would be super clear like my old work used to be that kind of comic collage stuff with like chunks of pattern inside it pattern and shapes and whatever like all melded together into create a character and at one point I was really sick of doing that stuff so I tried to just break it all down and I literally just took those characters and formations and like just ripped them up and tore them into individual shapes and I started to lay them out and I was like oh this is something new like that's kind of how it evolved and yeah that's how it is yeah, because I still see elements from your old stuff that's in your new stuff, but it's um, yeah. it's different now. Like yeah. the tears and all that, that you still yeah, 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 incorporate yeah. them in your art, but you're, yeah. you're um, using them in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like it's it's all, there's like a lineage from the original work still there, but it's just way more abstracted and stripped back and heaps of white space. and um, Yeah, I really like doing this stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, re- it's great, I love it. Mm. Yeah. And you use a lot of um, like red and blue. Yeah, like, did the old they, red and blue. Did they? Uh, is is there a um, reason behind the red and blue, or are they just colours you like? And uh, I don't know. I get that question a lot. I don't know. Yeah. I like. I I chose them originally just because they're just contrasting colours and like to the eye, like it's an optical illusion, I guess. And like three D glasses. Yeah, three D yeah. glasses. Like people have said. You know, my friends I went to school with, I, our school school colours are red and blue. They're like, oh, it's a subconscious thing. and mm. um, It literally is just, I mean, in all my paintings, you see the colours that are together are contrasting. They're never, like, matching kind of decorative, like, harmonious colour combinations. I try and, like, put two together that don't match kind mm. of thing. Um, yeah, like red and blue. I've started playing like orange and green at the moment because they're the same. They like kind of fuck with your eyes. So I just like colors like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. And you um like you use type in your art a lot as mm-hmm. well. Like is that um sort of uh, you know bringing your design elements like from from your design history into your uh, artwork yeah. as well? Yeah. 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 Definitely. I think that came that comes from the design part of my life where I learnt typography and I was always interested in letters because my brother does graffiti he put me onto graffiti we you know it's all about lettering um, so I started being interested in letters which got me into design I guess maybe and then um, that just kind of yeah influenced the artwork and I just have always kept on to that like I could just do abstract art and just have one vein but I can't I just somehow yeah I still love doing like type stuff 
yeah love letters yeah. I, I love that um like that sort of underwater ripple oh, effect yeah, yeah, yeah. you're doing your site yeah yeah, yeah. is That's that super a, fun is that fun to paint yeah like, uh kind of yeah it's like i usually do that in um uh, Photoshop. I'll just fuck with it. Oh yeah. And then I'll warp tool. Uh, liquify. Liquify. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I love doing that. But then I've also I haven't done it as much lately. I've started just like two color, like like one color type on one color background. Like I did a mural in Sydney. It was like next to a, next to a train station. Mm-hmm. It was literally just the shittiest font I could find. I think it was just Arial actually just no ripple no nothing just one colour yeah I really like that at the moment yeah. <laughs> it's just real simple shit yeah like I've seen you uh, collaborate with um, Georgia Hill mm-hmm. and like I noticed your two styles like work really well together yeah yeah like do you do you collaborate with many artists uh yeah I have done yeah over the years for sure like um <clears throat> uh, yeah I don't know where that's come from but like Maybe it's just a natural thing that happens in the graffiti street art world. Like, people paint the same walls together, so... Mm. Collaborating just comes natural, I guess. So I've done, yeah, I've done heaps of stuff with, like, uh, Brad, Beastman, and heaps of collaborations with him, and the ones with Georgia recently. When she first popped up, I was like, oh, fuck, I love her work. I'd love to work with her one day, because her stuff's just all textural effects. So, yeah, it just came about, and we've done bunch of stuff together now yeah yeah awesome and are you um are you fussy with who you collaborate with uh these days i do it less probably just because of time and mm. yeah i don't know yeah because not everyone's stuff matches anyway no. like no. so probably i am fussy yeah, yeah. <laughs> i am personally yeah like i hate to admit it but at the same time it's um i don't know like you put it puts a it's, it, so if you're busy it's hard to put aside the time to paint and then if you go, are going to put that energy and time into it you, you're going to want to match two styles that actually work together yeah and if you're approached maybe by someone who you know's work won't match mm. but they think so yeah it's kind of an awkward situation yeah exactly <laughs> I saw the um the episode of the uh, the Wanderers you did with Selena Miles, mm. like how, um, how was that? And how did that all come about? Um, it came about just out of the blue. Like I've known Selena for ages. Yeah. Um, I did a video with her with um, Grand Scheme, you know, Grand Scheme. Yeah. T-shirt label with Jimmy. Um, we did a video together in Brizzy like ages ago. So I've known. Is that where you painted inside a warehouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. It's a full gangster video, like me kind of breaking in and, um, and yeah she just hit me up and said do you want to be involved there's six artists I think and uh, she just said think about a place and we'll go there and uh, I chose the Tiwi just randomly kind of I just kind of looked on a map saw where I was saw where kind of the area I haven't been in Australia I was like that way I like being near the ocean too so, and uh, I haven't been in an indigenous community ever, really. Um, so yeah, yeah, it all happened. It was super awesome. It was like, uh, like crazy having a microphone on you all the time. That was pretty full on. Like as soon as we got there, like Selena just mic'd me up, and there was like three cameras. I was like, 
fuck, this is like pretty crazy. She's like, you're gonna have to get used to it real quick. She's like, filming. I'm like, fuck. Um, so it was weird, but I got used to it after a while. Um, but more like the the whole journey was really easy and nice and an awesome experience. Yeah. Yeah. It was super good. So what was the um what was the the project you did up there that was being documented? Uh, it was just it wasn't like really like a strict like a specific thing we just kind of they sent me a bunch of walls or the community um, sent a bunch of walls that I could potentially paint and um, I just chose one at the local uh, store and just painted a mural and I went and like spoke to the guys at the art centre and asked them what I should put on the wall and um, it was kind of a hard one because it's like there's no murals there apart from the murals that the local Aboriginal artists have done. And I didn't want to feel like I was stepping on their feet and just this white guy coming in, putting my artwork on their wall for no reason. Mm-hmm. So I tried to do something they might have liked and spoke to a bunch of people and asked what they would want on the wall. And then it kind of, as the time went on, it, was like, it became more apparent that they maybe didn't want murals at all. They kind of just would like a few things done around town, like signs and stuff. And I like, like I've done sign painting before, so I just ended up going, all right, cool, let's fucking, what do you need done? They said we need a mural or like a big sign for the footy club. So I did this huge, like their emblem and like the, the name of their footy club, which they were super stoked on. Like they were so psyched. After that, I walked in the footy club and everyone's like, yeah. Mm. Um, went to the local school and did some signs on like toilet doors and stuff like that. And it was way more rewarding than me putting up my shitty mural that they probably don't even like. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is weird when you're in um, a, a foreign culture. Foreign culture, and yeah. And you're like just painting. You want like, to just here's do my mural. Thing. Yeah, and you're just like, what you're the like, fuck is what that? What is this that? shit? Yeah. Like I had... um. Like when I was in India painting there, like me and my friends would just sort of see spots and go, I think we can paint this, and just sort of start talking to the locals, like, oh, we're going to paint this wall, is that all right? Yeah, yeah. go for it. We just start painting whatever we want. Yeah. And then there would be like people would come up and go, is this got anything to do with religion? And we're like, no, no, no. no. And they're like, oh, it's all right then. As long as it's not religious. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. And I remember I did a character of a guy with a beard, mm-hmm. and they're like, no, 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 no. No good. It's like, because it looks like a Christian mural or something. A white oh, guy right. painting a Christian oh, mural right. in, in, a, in a Hindi village. You know, it's just like, really? yeah, nah, all right. No good. Cover that one up. Shave him. Yeah, I remember ages ago when I was doing stencils, like back in the day, like 2002 or something, I went to Africa with my mum. She runs a charity over there in Zimbabwe. She was like, we want you to paint a wall like the orphanage. I was like, yeah, I'm going to put this mad, like, crazy hip-hop dude stencil with, like, a weird head. And eventually, like, my mum was like, that's, like, it's not about you. Like, it's not what they want. Mm. And I ended up, like, doing this really nice mural, like, with all the kids and, like, animals and stuff like that. And I was mm. super happy. But I learned from then, I was like, oh, people sometimes, yeah. Because I find as well at the moment, like, a lot of people go to countries and just paint exactly what they want and just yeah. fuck off and that's it. Um, so yeah it's an interesting thing yeah but that's almost like what you have to do um, like as an artist like it's up to the um, you know when you you know, as we were saying earlier there's all these mural opportunities but it's up to the um, 
the client to um, source the right artist for the right job, you yeah. know? Because if they get you and they go, oh, we want you to paint this wall, and then, but it's like, oh yeah, this is what I do. It's like, no, we don't want that. We don't want that, like, yeah. we don't, <laughs> you don't want yeah, me yeah, then, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's interesting, but mm. um, it's, I guess it's different when you're just traveling and you're just rocking up in random yeah. countries or villages or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just looking to paint, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, do you have like a um, like a vision or an overall like goal for where you're trying to take your art? Uh, yeah, kind of. Like, I'm pretty. Uh, like I organize my stuff pretty well, and I'm pretty like I have a plan. And I think that's come about by being a father. Like, I never used to be like that. I was kind of had no plan, no idea what my career would be and what the goal was. And but ever since having family, I'm like a bit more I got the future in mind and so it's made me hone in it's actually funnily enough like you're asking for when did your career like how long have you been doing this for mm. it's literally since I had my son actually I thought everything was going to go downhill but actually since I had him I've been more productive and my art career has gone better and better and um, so I think that has made me have more vision for myself and what my art is and what it needs to be and I reckon yeah for me personally that's a big thing and I've got definitely got ideas of where I want to be and what I want to do and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And um, like, do you have any future pr- plans or projects like in the in the works at the moment that you can talk about? Um, I've got a couple of exhibitions. Like, I'm going to come down to Melbourne awesome. and at the Rook Gallery. Yeah. And have a show there. Should cool. be sick. That'll be more like an installation show, I think. Should be super fun. I'm showing Melbourne Nages. Um, and just another show next year. I don't know. Yeah. Heaps of surfing, cool. hanging out with my kids. <laughs> it's projects. Living the dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, and where's the best place for people to view your art online? Um, I have a website, which is funskull.com, mm-hmm. or yeah, Instagram, which is just funskull. Yep. Yeah. Cool. All right, Elliot. Well, um, cool. thanks for taking the time to have a chat. All good, man. Thanks for coming to the studio. No worries. Cool. Let's go check out this exhibition. Totally. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To find out more about today's guest, go to benchtalkpodcast.com. There you'll find all previous episodes and images of the guest's artwork. Also follow us on Instagram, bench underscore talk. There you can keep up to date with all things that are happening with the podcast. Bench Talk's also streaming on SoundCloud and Facebook. Just simply search for Bench Talk Podcast. Or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to rate and review. It helps get the word out. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to tell a friend. Thanks again for tuning in and stay tuned for next week's episode. Bye.